so great to have you here on the Clark Howard Show. And if there's a question you have for me, I'd love to be able to answer it for you. Go to clark.com slash ask. And if you want to ask me that question, click the box that says, yes, you want to go on the air with me. Coming up in just a second, I need to warn you about a fast-growing, ugly, ugly ripoff that so far has been a problem that there haven't been the easiest solutions to. So far, that's changing. Uh, Coming up in just a few minutes, Amazon is getting attacked from every direction. I say some things about Amazon from time to time that aren't so nice, but wait till you hear in the Clark Rage... Who's really behind some of the attacks on Amazon? It is totally uncool. And coming up later, two years ago, there was a scandal involving Vizio TVs spying on you when you watch them. I have an update for you, and it's actually gotten worse in the television industry. I'm going to make sure you know what you need to about what your TV may be up to. And I want to tell you about something that the calls we've had about it have been really distressing. It's where you'll wake up one day and you go to use your cell phone and it's dead, dead, dead. It powers on. It'll work on Wi-Fi. But your service is dead. Criminals have figured out a weakness in the systems of the four bigs, Verizon, AT&T, Sprint, and T-Mobile. And what criminals have been able to exploit is stealing your phone number. They're able, either with the help of criminals, they've gotten jobs inside one of the big four, or they have figured out what the weak links are in the cell phone operations of the big four and they're able to hijack your service and you may wonder what does that matter to you because you may have seen news reports how it's happened to people in business or it's happened to politicians and then through their social media feeds all kinds of ridiculous things are posted that aren't from that individual at all and it takes them a while to get back control of their social media accounts once they've been hijacked. Now, remember, the social media accounts directly aren't being hijacked, but the cell phone service is, and then criminals have fun that way. But that's not the big game. The big game is because of the Equifax data breach, criminals know who's got money, and they're able to target individuals And they know from the information on the credit reporting system generally what cell phone service you have. They find out what your number is through any of a number of means. And then they go to that cell phone carrier and steal your service, often right over the phone where there's no visual of the individual hijacking the service. Well, how does this then play out to cause extreme havoc to your wallet and your life. Well, if you got money, what happens is with banks and brokerage houses, mutual fund companies, 
they all have now these two-factor authentication systems that generally the second key factor is sending a one-time use code by text. So the criminals will steal your service often in the middle of the night. During the middle of the night, they then get the one-time use code, go in, change your username and passwords on your bank and brokerage accounts and mutual fund accounts. Then by the time you've woken up in the morning and your cell phone doesn't work, they have already set up instructions to wire your funds out of all the accounts you have, generally sending them overseas where the money cannot be reclaimed. Now, in many cases, an example with banks, under the law, the law is clear, the banks have to make that money back up to you. But the investigation could go on for a while, and in the meantime, you're broke. Brokerage houses, mutual fund companies, the law is not clear, although many companies now have an anti-fraud guarantee. And you want to make sure that whoever you do business with, particularly if you've got more money in a brokerage account, mutual fund account, you want to know what their written policy is on what happens if an account is hacked and money swiped. But what if we could stop the problem earlier with the cell phone carriers? Well, because of all the publicity and all the stories that the media has done about how ridiculously silly and easy it is with Verizon AT&T, T-Mobile, and Sprint to take over your service and then use it as a gateway to be able to steal people's money. All four companies have been scrambling to come up with new procedures for you to protect your phone number, your service, and your identity. And so we have just published a new guide at Clark.com to tell you what you need to do with Verizon, AT&T, Sprint, and T-Mobile to protect your service. And this is something that you want to get on because in some of the cases, you have to do something that specifically instructs your cell phone carrier to not allow someone to just go online or by phone and steal your service. You want to require extra steps and with some of the new procedures you can require from your cell phone carrier you have to go in person you have to prove you are who you say you are before service can be swiped they make a picture of your driver's license they take different precautions in order to prevent the service from being stolen there's also a procedure uh, two of the carriers have gone to called no porting, which means that you put in place a standing order that your number cannot be ported, in other words, moved out from that carrier. I want you to know that this is not something to ignore. This is kind of like another step in protecting your identity, different from, but in many ways important also, like setting up a credit freeze. Because criminals can strike in this way 
and steal all your money, even if you have a credit freeze in place, because they're going after existing accounts, not trying to establish new accounts. Juan is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Juan. Hey, Clark. Juan, understand that you're doing really well, but you're not quite sure where it all fits in your overall financial planning and picture. Is that right? That's right. So I'm doing well. Yeah, I'm doing okay. I think uh, 25 here in New York City. Um, And I've heard you talk about insurance policies and uh, umbrella policies, but that's mostly for when you get to the millions, right? Hundreds of thousands. I'm not quite there yet. It's really more about what you have, what you own that would matter. You said you live in New York. I live in New York City, correct. So a lot of times if you live in New York, what would be, or San Francisco, a lot of the rules I would say about protecting yourself don't apply because so few people in New York actually own a home or own a car. Do you own either a car or a home? I do not own a home. I rent. And as for a car, I have a 2011 Honda Civic. It's all paid for. Okay, so the car presents potential liability risk, but how much in total would you guess you have now in assets? I would say around between savings accounts and uh, 401ks, my own mutual fund, I would say probably about 60, maybe 70 grand, including the car. Okay, so you're not a candidate yet for having to worry about liability risk. Even if you make a a very decent paycheck, um, as many people may be aware, a decent paycheck in New York doesn't buy a great lifestyle that might buy you a fantastic lifestyle in lower cost places. Right. So it's harder to accumulate wealth, but down the road, as you do accumulate more wealth and you own that vehicle... Maybe at some point you do buy a home. That's when you have to worry about liability risk. Right now, not really something for you to fret about. And uh, I guess that's the good side of being in your 20s and not having developed a great deal of money yet. Yet. But over time, that's going to happen. Diane is with us. Hi, Diane. Welcome to the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Clark. Thank you. Certainly. Diane, how can I serve you? Well, you've helped me a lot 10 years ago. I listen to you every single day, and um, I bought a house. It will be 10 years in um, in January because I listened to what you told me to do, and I did it, and I was able to buy a house here in California on my own, and um it's been great, so I want to thank you for that. So and, if you bought um, a house in California 10 years ago, you're sitting so pretty now you can't stand it because that house is worth so much more likely than what you paid yeah. for it a decade ago. I am beyond ecstatic. It was something I thought I would never able to be able to do. I'd gotten a divorce, and I thought, you know, at that point we were upside down in that house. and Not too much, but it was just... Probably for about seven years, I just thought this will never happen. It could never happen, but it happened. I 
I was in a job where I could listen to you every single day um, while I was doing my job. And um, I, I just thought, well, I just did it. Whatever you told me to do that I needed to do, and it worked. And, uh, oh, I just want to thank you so much. Well, my um, pleasure I'm, that I was able to be of service. Uh, yeah. Yes, I always I always tell people, I listen to Clark Howard, and this is how I got it, and thank you so much. But now, you know, years on down the line, I have, have a daughter, and she's married and has a good job, and so she has children, but she's in debt now. So, you know, I, I'm not digging her out of her hole, and she knows that, but um, I want to give her a, a, the best advice I can. So um, she's getting these counseling um, newspapers to consolidate her debt. No, pay it, you know, pay no, it off. no, 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 no. I no, am no, I so know, sick and tired of these con artists presenting people that are drowning in debt with these supposed consolidation offers that are just con jobs. They are just disgusting. So right. for your daughter, if she's ready to really tackle this, do you think she is or is not? Well, you, you're ready she, she, for her to she, tackle it, but is she really ready? Well, um, yeah, because she she doesn't have the extra money anymore because she is paying her bills on time, but she doesn't have have any extra money, and it's just not not good. So, All right. Well, um, I'll tell you where I want her to to go, please, and that's okay. The website nfcc.org. It's National N- Fa- NF. It stands for National uh-huh. Foundation for Credit mm-hmm. Counseling, nfcc.org. And okay. she'll be able to put in her zip code and find the closest counselor she can go meet with face-to-face and figure okay. out what kind of budget, because that a lot of times people only need someone to sit down with them, go over all their expenses, look where they can cut, Uh, look for coming up with a plan to get out of debt. Sometimes people need more than that. They need an NFCC counselor to negotiate with the creditors you have. But that's the first step is for to go there. And I find that a lot of times if somebody goes to NFCC early enough before things get too bad, that they're able to see their way out of debt usually in three to five years. Please have her give that a try, and uh, either you or she let me know how she's doing. Today's Clark Rageous moment is about a really ugly attempt to hurt Amazon.com that upsets me a lot. Scams, ripoffs, outrages. It's a Clark Rageous moment. You know, I've told you the things that you need to know about Amazon, that Amazon is really about convenience, not price anymore. And it really is important that you comparison shop because their prices aren't great anymore. They have changed their business model. I've also told you that most items being sold on Amazon are not actually from Amazon, and Amazon doesn't stand behind them. I just want you to know I've said those things because I believe them through and through which is why this really aggravates me. There is an AstroTurf group, that's a fake grassroots organization, that is called Free and Fair Markets Initiative that Wall Street Journal investigated and found that it's actually principally backed by the Simon Property Group. That's the big owner of malls around the country 
that is seeing so many vacancies in their malls because of Amazon taking market share. You know, Amazon is now 6% of retail in the United States, approximately. And that 6% came out of the hide of a lot of traditional retailers. In addition to Simon, they got some money from Walmart. They got money from Oracle, who is terrified of Amazon Web Services, which is actually the profitable part of Amazon, which sells cloud services to big corporations. I just think there's plenty of reasons to talk about a company legitimately without selling their reputation falsely because you're afraid of competing against them. Shame on you, Simon Malls. Shame on Walmart and the others that have put money into an effort to try to slam Amazon. Glad you're with us here on the Clark Howard Show where it's about you learning ways to save more and spend less and don't let anyone ever rip you off. Clark.com is our main website. Clarkdeals.com is where you go to save money each and every day. I don't think this has ever happened, but basically I have two Clark Rages in the same show. I mean, that's crazy. Although I won't hit the Clark Rages. Oh, should I? I don't know. Why don't I? Scams, ripoffs, outrages. It's a Clark Regis moment. Okay, this is nuts. So, I don't know if you remember, it was a big, big brouhaha, whatever a brouhaha is. Two years ago, big scandal, where it was discovered that Vizio TVs were spying on the people who owned them, were collecting data on you every couple of seconds, and being able to take that data, sell it off to others who would aggregate it with all kinds of other information about you in the world and build an electronic dossier on you to be able to serve ads to you on various platforms and try to sell you stuff and whatever. So TV makers, in this case Vizio, had figured out how to monetize your viewing and piercing your privacy and know exactly what you're watching at all times. So this became a big fuss, and Vizio was taken to account for it, but not a lot happened to them. By the way, there's a stat I wanted to share with you, who's in a Washington Post story, that the average American spends three and a half hours a day in front of a TV. That's a lot of time in front of a TV, I mean, for me, I don't watch TV at all six months of the year when there's not football. That's all I care about. Everything in life that matters comes from football. All all lessons in life, all mor- moral things come from TV, from football, right? Whatever. Probably not true. But there's a new report that because nothing really happened to Vizio, big time, that now other TV makers are up to the same thing. Samsung, TCL, and LG. So those four, Samsung, LG, TCL, and Vizio, account for much of the market share for TVs sold in the United States. So Princeton has a software that allowed a technology writer to be able to 
see how each television model transmitted data. And they were all apparently gathering information on your viewing habits second by second, and then they're able to sell it to data houses, and this is what the companies are doing, that then allow you to be targeted specifically based on what you watch. Now, sometimes in the privacy of our own home, we're watching stuff that we'd prefer people not know we watch, like one of the Real Housewives series or something like that. That's like the only show I can think of to name. Anyway, so they use this to link up what you watch with what you do on your phone because people are tracking that. Even your computer, and this is really creepy, these data houses have now figured out how to link up what you watch on TV with what you do on your phone, with what you do on your computer, with what you do shopping in physical stores and track you completely. Now, the, cra- the really awful thing is the law is one area where the law is supposed to protect us, but it's not being enforced. So the TV manufacturers are like, yeah, we're going to spy. Nobody's going to do anything to us. Well, I'm just supposing since they won't talk to the media about the practices. So as Washington spends its time with people being in their senseless partisan battles, it creates a vacuum that allows for enormous violations of your and my privacy. There's another court ruling in Europe yesterday about the enforcement of the right to be forgotten and how that enforcement works. And under the right to be forgotten, any European citizen other than someone who's a public figure has the right to have all data about them scrubbed from databases, from the public internet, everywhere. The only information to be kept about you, if you choose to use the right to be forgotten, is a linear thing, like if you're a customer of a company that they know it's you, they have your address and your account number and all that, just normal kind of stuff. But all this data harvesting, people in Europe have the right to shut down. You know, as the Congress gets the point at some point where they stop all their silly bickering and they get down to actually serving the people of this country, it's so important that we have laws in place that govern our personal information, our privacy, what the bigs are doing with our information. Like think about Facebook or Apple or Google, Microsoft, because they've all in various forms, in spite of what they say about privacy, they've done things that I think are unacceptable. And so there comes a time where you need to have laws that clearly provide protections to the American people. And that time has come, and it needs to be done, and it's going to have to wait for an era in Washington where they actually care about the people they pretend they represent. Kathy's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Clark. How are you? Great. Thank you, Kathy. You want to make it to all 50 states. 
Yes, I do. I've been to 42, and I was trying to do this before I turned 50, but it didn't happen. So it'll happen before I turn 52. Very nice. <laughs> so I've, I've been to 49, and I've been at 49 uh-huh. for about the last 20 years. I have not made it oh. to my 50th <laughs> in all those years. Which state are you missing? North Dakota. North Dakota. Okay. Okay. I've been there. I've been there. So my question Okay. Uh, show me is, up here. Show oh. me up. So I haven't been to North okay. Dakota because flying to North Dakota <laughs> is really expensive and is usually more expensive than flying to Europe or Asia. Yes. Yes. You, you could just drive there, I suppose. <laughs> just go, go somewhere else. Go see South Dakota. Go see Mount Rushmore. <laughs> So, I've been to South Dakota good, good. at least six times and have never made oh. it across the border. I love South Dakota. Yes, yes, me too. Me too. Well, my question for you is this. I'm planning a trip next fall, so the fall of 2020, and I'd like to go to Maine, Vermont, and New Hampshire uh, in no particular order. So my question is, how do I figure out which airport would be cheaper to fly into and then you rent a car and see the other two states. So Boston is absolutely where you fly into if you want to save money. Okay. The competition at Boston Logan Field is intense right now. Delta and JetBlue are fighting over Boston for market share, and they're each trying to be the main airline in Boston. And so the fares to Boston have been some of the lowest in the country for the last three years and there's no reason for me to believe by the time you travel in the fall of next year that that wouldn't be true as well now if you go to new england there's a period of time in the fall that travel in new england is a fortune and then there's like this magic window when the cost of car rentals and the cost of places to stay in new england both drop like uh, like off a cliff and the key is that once the leaf changing season is over the cost of everything for a traveler in new england drops the weather temperature drops the weather gets cold you might start having some snow but typically not a lot but if you go once the leaves have done their thing that's the key to you saving money once you're on the ground and you're leaving Boston in your rental car. Great. And the distances are so short. Where in the country do you live? I live in California. All right, so California, you know, is enormously large, north to south, pretty wide east to west. You get into New England, and when you leave Boston, in like 25 minutes, I guess, you cross through New Hampshire, and you're in Maine. Is that great that's stuff. what i want so you'll be <laughs> able you'll able to be able to do that really quickly okay well thank you clark i appreciate that sure and uh just be prepared a little bit of wind a little bit of rain a little bit of cold if you go when yeah. i would recommend you go later in the fall and don't look at buying tickets for for um, air travel from california to boston till probably uh, next July, probably right around after the 4th of July would be when I'd 
start looking for discount tickets from California to Boston. Okay, great. Thank you for the help. Sure. Have a great time. You'll be amazed how beautiful it is. And oh, thank you. Completely different topography than most anywhere in California, except some of the areas around Squaw Valley, um, you know, Lake Tahoe would look somewhat like some of the areas you'll see in New England. Is it Asher is with us on the Clark Howard Show? Is that how I say your name? Yes. Asher, great to have you here. Hi, Clark. Thank you so much, first of all, uh, for all that you do for us. Certainly. So, uh, my daughter, uh, she is going to be one year old next month, and I am very much interested to actually find out some uh, information in regards to for television commercials, films, um, anything when it comes to the media industry uh, for her to start uh, moving in that direction. So when a child is under age six, almost always, in order to be in uh, you know, print ads, billboards, television commercials, movie television, overwhelmingly those are going to be the kids of um, people that are adult actors. Uh-huh. Because very young children tend to have difficulty performing with strangers in any of those roles. And my wife is an actress. Uh, she's been an actress forever. And uh, two of our three kids, when they were young, uh, were in a variety of things like um, print ads, television commercials, no TV shows, anything like that. Mm-hmm. But they were always hired in tandem with my wife. So if they had a role they were looking for a parent and child, when they're really young, they know the odds that a kid will be comfortable on a set or in a photo shoot or anything like that is mainly going to be uh, when a kid is with a parent. The guardian, yeah. Not even a relative, really the parent when they're that Mm -hmm. young. Makes sense. So until a child's a little older, it's not really a viable path. It's a very unusual thing for somebody to be able to establish and get work that young um, without having that family connection of an actor or actress. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, but you know what I did for my kids when they mm-hmm. made money when they were like when they were extremely young, they mm-hmm. made a fair amount of money uh, being in. Um, in jobs with my wife all that money went into Roth IRAs so those two kids that of my three that were in those things they've got pretty hefty Roths now so that worked out great you know they got no money to spend themselves and mm-hmm. I was able to invest it all yep so I'd that say that good. more when when your child is in elementary school if your child has interest in being a performer, the best place to start is in community theater programs that have theater instruction for kids. That You learn so much of the fundamentals of what's involved in acting, being in a role, and all the rest. Through these community theater programs, they're usually summer programs that are summer camp, summer education kind of things, 
to teach kids the basics of acting. And a lot of them do start once a kid is in grade school. It's time for Clark.com slash ask. That's where you post a question for me. And producer Joel asks your question for you. What you got, Joel? Clark, we got one from Carol who says, what moving companies do you recommend? Do you have advice on moving well? Yuck. Okay, this is an industry that causes so many problems for people. It is a mobbed up industry. Believe it or not, there's heavy mob influence in both the local moving and state-to-state moving industries. And it's been a problem now for decades And so you've got to know that there's very little enforcement of all the criminal activity. So you have to be very careful where you go to hire somebody for a state to state move. Start at moving.org, moving.org. And you'll be able to see certified movers that are legitimate movers. Doesn't mean they'll be the greatest movers ever, but it means they'll be legitimate. They're not going to engage in theft of your goods. They're not going to engage in keeping your goods hostage. This is really important. When you do a move with a legitimate mover, always get a binding estimate. Because even in the legitimate moving industry, if you don't get the word binding in your estimate, even if they give you an estimate, you can be charged any amount of money once the merchandise is brought to you at the address you're moving to. You also need to buy insurance because under federal law, the insurance requirement has not been changed since 1936. So obviously there's been a lot of inflation since then. You were essentially unprotected on a move if you don't buy insurance to insure your move. So these are very important things, but something else, if you look around on the internet, know there are a lot of false listings for the legitimate companies. you got to make sure you haven't been diverted to one of the con artists or, in worst case, a broker that places you with a con artist or a mob front mover. I, I know this sounds so dramatic. When all your possessions disappear, you will understand why I'm so dramatic about this. And it's a shame that this has been a problem that has gone on year after year after year. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. Thanks for joining us today. The Clark Howard Show is produced by Kim Drobes, Joel Larsgaard, Deborah Reese, and Jim Ayers. And remember, 24 hours a day, we're there to serve you at Clark.com and ClarkDeals.com.